Hello, baby. I can tell stories about everything. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. Alrighty then. Hello and welcome back. This is Storytime and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. Today we're talking about music. We haven't talked about music for a while, so figured it was time for another episode about music. Long-time listeners know I'm a very musical person. I've grown up with music. I love music. I love music of all kinds. And we've talked about movie music and TV music and rock music and folk music. And yes, I love them all. And I've told stories about when I was a trumpet player in school. I talked about trying to take piano lessons from my mom. Never easy taking piano lessons or any lessons from your parents. I think I lasted about a year and a half with that. Well, today we're going to talk about music and we're going to talk about guitars. I love the piano. I love the trumpet. But I think my favorite instrument is the guitar. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a horrible guitar player. I haven't played guitar well ever in my life. I've tried over the years. I've tried really hard. And I've pretty much settled on the fact that I know three chords and that's it. And I don't even know those three chords so much anymore because I haven't played in so long. But I love the guitar. I love the guitar. So what we're going to talk about today is guitar music, playing the guitar, singing with the guitar. And then in the second half of the episode, I'm going to give you my top 10 acoustic guitar intros for songs, mostly rock songs, but folk songs too. Popular songs. Let's call them popular songs. I'm going to give you my top 10 intros for acoustic guitar. Now, acoustic guitar is different from electric guitar. For those who know instruments, you know the difference. And it's not just because one is electric and one is not. An acoustic guitar is based on a sound box built into the instrument. A true electric guitar doesn't have the hollow sound box, but I'm not going to bore you with details about instrument design. Think of it this way. An acoustic guitar is the one you throw on your back, take to the beach, and sit on the lifeguard stand and sing songs. The electric guitar is thin, not hollow, and you plug it into an amp. And it sounds electric, I guess. (laughs) You'll know the difference when you hear the songs. But I'm getting distracted here. Let me get back to the point. The point is I love guitar music. And I love guitar music because, as I've said many, many times, one of our primary forms of entertainment when I was growing up was gathering around and singing songs. I know, I sound like I'm somebody from the 1800s. I'm not quite that old. But that's one of the things that we did. We had a musical family. My grandmother actually had a piano room. She had a room with a piano in it, and it was called the piano room. And after dinners, when the family was together... My mother who could play, my grandmother who could play, my aunt who could play. They would all take turns at the piano in the piano room, and we would sing songs together. And that's how we would keep ourselves busy after a family get-together, or during a family get-together. Now, it wasn't just confined to a piano. My mom was also a guitar player. My dad wasn't musical. My dad didn't play an instrument. He would tap his foot a long time with a beat. That's about as much as he got involved. But my mom, she just loved music, and she learned instruments on her own. I mean, she had lessons in piano, but she taught herself guitar. She taught herself mandolin. She taught herself accordion. She taught herself the zither. And my mom took great delight in playing whatever instrument she was in the mood to play and singing along. And she encouraged us kids to do the same, sing along with her. And of course, my mom had a guitar to make it easy to just go sit on the front porch or sit in the backyard at the picnic table, start playing the guitar and singing songs. So that's what we did. Now, we didn't do it every night. It's not like we were the Waltons. I mean, we would go out and play with our friends. We'd go ride our bikes. But there were nights where we would sit down on the front porch and we'd sing along with mom. 
And the songs we sang were very basic, classic children's songs, folk songs, whatever you want to call them. I mean, everything from row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. I mean, everybody knows that one, right? And we learned how to sing it in the round. You start, row, row, row your boat. Then I'll start, row, row, row your boat. And you just keep singing without listening to what I'm saying. What, Mom? What are you saying now? All right, you just start. Row, row, row your boat. And I learned how to sing it around. So, row, row, row your boat. One of the classics. Go tell Aunt Rhody. Do you know that one? Go tell Aunt Rhody the old great goose is dead. There's a whole song that goes with that. I'm not going to sing it for you now. But go tell Aunt Rhody. She'll be coming around the mountain. She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. You know. And there's plenty of lyrics to go with that. She'll be driving six white horses when she comes. And then, of course, the final verse, the most important one for us. We'll all have chicken and dumplings when she comes. It's got food in it. Of course, it's the most important lyric. But yeah, we learned all of these classic folk songs, and we'd sit around and sing classic folk songs. And Mom would play along on the guitar. She'd be the musical accompaniment. And we learned how to sing. Well, kinda. As you can tell, I'm no pro. But we learned those songs, and we memorized those songs because we sang them all of the time. I mean, I can break into a chorus of Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. The Battle Hymn of the Republic. We used to sing that one all the time, too. That one's glory, glory, hallelujah. Remember that one? I say remember that one, but I know there's a whole generation of people who didn't get to sing these classic songs in school. We had a music class where we would learn these songs. The Itsy Bitsy Spider climbed up the water spout. Down came the rain and washed the spider out. Oh yeah, they're stuck in my head. I'm using up brain cells to retain this information. It's there. But that's my point. Music was super important to us because it was a factor in our lives. It was just an element of our day-to-day existence. It was in school. It was something we used to entertain ourselves. And I loved singing. And I loved playing. And that's one of the reasons that I loved the guitar. Because it was something you could play and sing at the same time. My mom was good at the guitar. I mean, she was no Nancy Wilson from the band Heart. She was no Eric Clapton. But she could play. And then when I went to college, I fell in with a group of guys. And a couple of the guys that I was really good friends with were really good guitar players. So good that they had gigs at local bars and restaurants. And they played so many different songs. They covered so many songs. And they were so good. I just loved going to watch them play and listen to them play and just hang out and hear them make music. It was so incredible. They were so talented. And I loved to listen to them. And I was also very jealous of the fact that they were so good. How do you get so good? I know, practice. And so I did try to practice. I've had a couple of really cheap guitars in my life. A few years ago, I finally broke down and bought a really nice basic guitar. It's called a Seagull. So when I first discovered the guitar, I was just interested in strumming it. But then I started listening to some of the musicians who were really, really good with the guitar. And I heard them play actual songs on the strings of the guitar and melodies and intricate little fingering patterns. It was amazing to me to see people make a guitar sing like they did. I mean, I liked the idea of being able to pick up a guitar and accompany myself and sing Row, Row, Row Your Boat. But then I heard people like Eric Clapton or John Denver or Jim Croce. A lot of the singer-songwriters we've talked about in the past use guitar because it's such a simple instrument and yet such a complex instrument at the same time. And you can really make a guitar sing and tell a story just by the notes you play and the way you play them. And if you notice, the theme song to the podcast is heavy with guitar, both the intro theme song and the outro theme song. 
And that's for a reason. If I had to pick an instrument to represent me, it would be the guitar. I love guitar music. And it's because I love guitar music that I wanted to do this episode today, too, to share some of my favorite acoustic guitar intros with you. Now, before I get to the list, I'm going to do a verbal disclaimer, too. In the description of the podcast episode, I always put the written disclaimer because of copyright notices, because of takedown notices. There's a lot of bands and a lot of music companies that are very, very aggressive about this stuff. And I know there's a couple of songs that I'm going to talk about in the next couple of minutes where it's either the artist or the music company gets very aggressive with their copyright notices and their takedown notices, and they pretend that the fair use doctrine doesn't exist. Let me tell you, the fair use doctrine does exist, and it does apply to a podcast like this, because we're using just snippets of songs for commentary and educational purposes. I'm not stealing the songs. I'm not trying to make a profit off of the songs. I'm sharing the songs and explaining why they work, why they're entertaining, why they're memorable. That's what fair use is about. And I want to share these songs in particular because they're so good. I could very easily make a top 10 list without the songs that I'm going to list here. But these are my top 10. They are so good for a reason. And I want to share that with you and explain the reasoning. Now, this reasoning does apply to pretty much any song. You need a good hook. You need a good signature line whether it's a piano intro, an electric guitar intro, a bass line, or an acoustic guitar line. You need something that hooks into your brain, hooks into that aural memory center of your brain, and makes you feel like this is something special. This is something unique. And the way the chord structures work, the way the notes work, the way it all comes together when they put that music down, if they've done a good job, they've got a memorable song that will stay with you for your entire life. Because on this list, these are not songs that came out yesterday or last decade or 20 years ago. All of the songs on this list have staying power. They are decades old. Now, you may disagree with this list. You may disagree with the choices. You may disagree with the ranking. Please feel free. I'm not saying this is the holy grail of lists and nobody can have other choices. This is my list. And this is my list today. If you ask me tomorrow, I might reorder the songs. But all of the songs on this list are just amazing as far as the acoustic intro is concerned. Because when you hear that intro, you can A. Instantly identify the song. B. Remember how it made you feel the first time you heard it. And C. Get that nostalgic, warm feeling that you get when you hear a song you recognize and love and you're glad to be hearing it again. That's why these acoustic intros are so good. Now, of course, I set out to make a top 10 list, and of course, I didn't make a top 10 list. It's kind of a top 10-ish list. Yes, I've got a top 10. Don't worry, I've got a top 10. I also have two honorable mentions, which I really wanted to squeeze into the top 10, but you can only put 10 songs in the top 10. I know, that kind of stinks. Because my top 10 is solid, but my two honorable mentions, they're also solid. And then there's a couple of other songs that didn't make the top 10 list or the honorable mention list. I'm just going to mention them by name because we've actually played them on the podcast, so I don't want to bore you. But Cats in the Cradle has a great acoustic intro, Harry Chapin. More Than a Feeling by Boston, another great acoustic intro. Time in a Bottle, Jim Croce, such a memorable, haunting acoustic intro. Those could all be in my top 10 too. They're so good. But I'm not going to include snippets of those because we've played them before. This is an all-new top 10-ish list, and I'm going to present it to you the way we always do our lists, in kind of a name-that-tune format. There's not too much that I can say about the songs. I expect they'll all be familiar to you, 
There is one that may be a little surprising because of the way it starts, because not everybody knows the way this particular song starts, but I'll explain more when I get to that one. But I expect that most of these intros will be familiar to you, and if they're not, it'll give you a reason to go listen to the songs, because the songs that go with these intros are really good songs. So before we start with the top 10 list, we will do the honorable mentions. The first one goes back to the 1960s. It comes from the folk rock era, and this is one of the best duos from the 60s and one of the best songs. Are you going to Scarborough Fair? The song is called Scarborough Fair, and boy, I remember this one. My mom played this one actually on the piano, not on the guitar. But she loved singing this song. She loved Simon and Garfunkel. They had such a big catalog. But as soon as I hear that little guitar intro, I go, oh yeah, Scarborough Fair. Very, very memorable. Okay, our second honorable mention, it's from Peter Gabriel's first album. And you may not know that because I didn't realize that until I started putting this episode together. I mean, I knew it was Peter Gabriel. I just didn't know how far back it went. But boy, every time I hear this one, I go, oh yeah, that song. It's called Salisbury Hill. It's funny because I never think of it as Salisbury Hill. I just think of it as that cool song with the opening guitar. What a great song. Okay, so now we're into the top 10. Number 10 on the list, it's got a great acoustic guitar intro. I am going to say I bent the rules a little on this one because technically the guitar isn't the first thing you hear. Usually you associate the intro with the first notes that you hear. And as you listen to this, you'll hear that it's not the guitar you hear initially. But because the guitar work is so good, and because it really is the guitar that hooks you into this song, it had to make the list. Because it's such a great song. Bon Jovi, Wanted Dead or Alive. You don't always associate a rock band or a hard rock band with acoustic guitar, but they really did a good job working that guitar into this song. Okay, next up in the number nine slot, one of my favorite singer-songwriters, no, it's not John Denver, and no, it's not Jim Croce, 
one of my other favorite singer-songwriters. And he's got a lot of memorable guitar intros too, but to me, this is probably the most memorable on one of his most powerful songs. Just yesterday morning, they let me know you were gone. Suzanne, the plans they made put an end to you. This is James Taylor, and the song is Fire and Rain. There's a lot of backstory with the song. Some stories have it involving a friend of his who was involved in a plane crash. I believe the true story is that he wrote this after a friend of his committed suicide. But however you hear it, whatever you hear in the song, it's a really moving and powerful song. And if you haven't heard it, go give it a listen. Actually, you should go listen to James Taylor's entire catalog. He's that good. I've seen lonely times when I could not find a friend But I always thought that I'd see you again Next up at number eight, another classic from the 70s. And it's another one of those intros that you hear and you go, Oh yeah, that song. song is Give a Little Bit, and the band is Supertramp. I don't remember a lot about Supertramp, but I always remember this song. And I always remember the song because of the guitar intro. It's so good. All right, number seven on the list. It's from one of the most prolific and one of the longest lasting bands in rock and roll history. And it's not a song that you automatically associate with them, but any fan of the band will recognize the song just from this intro. called Angie by the Rolling Stones. This goes back decades, but to this day, it's probably one of the most powerful and most moving ballads ever put out by a rock band. Okay, number six on the list is by another popular band. They were huge in the 70s, huge in the 80s, had some great videos on MTV, and some great music that you would hear all of the time. And this is one of their most popular songs. But because it's rock and roll and because it was on MTV you didn't always hear the intro that caught my ear the first time I heard the song. This is one of those songs that kind of has two intros. There's the pure acoustic intro, which you're going to hear at the start. And then that segues into the intro to the song that we all know, which is also an acoustic intro. So I love this song because it has that double layer at the beginning. I also love the song because I love the band. So here you go.
band is called Heart. The song is called Crazy on You. And Nancy Wilson did that guitar work at the beginning. She was incredible. So underrated. That woman could shred a guitar, let me tell you. And I think the fact that not everybody hears that intro is almost a crime, really. Because it's so good. Listen to the finger work on that. Listen to how good she's playing. That's some fine guitar work there. All right, so we're up to the top five. Now, this top five could go in any order. And as I was putting my list together, I was comparing my list to other people's lists. My number one doesn't necessarily match up with everybody else's number one. I mean, everybody's got an opinion on what's the best intro. But that's the beauty of a list like this. It's entirely subjective, and you can compare notes and decide, Oh, yeah, GamerDude's right. Or, Oh, GamerDude's such an idiot. You could go either way. So I'm going to give you my top five, and you can decide which way you want to go with it. My number five is a classic song from a classic band, which is kind of repetitive, I know, because these are all classic songs from classic bands or classic artists. So by telling you that, I'm not telling you something you don't already know. But here's my number five. That's Queen, of course. The song is called Crazy Little Thing. Such a perky little song, but it's a great song. Super memorable. And every time I hear that guitar intro, I'm like, oh yeah, I love this song. Number four on the list is number one on a lot of people's lists. It's not on mine. It's a great intro. It's so memorable. I basically grew up with this song. It was huge in college. It was huge in the clubs. And for people of a certain age, this was basically a fixture in our lives. Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin. Now, Stairway to Heaven was the theme of floor parties in my college. It was the closing number in a lot of clubs that I went to back in the 80s. The DJ would put on Stairway to Heaven as kind of an encouragement to get people paired up before they turn the lights on at the bar. Yeah, Stairway to Heaven was big. But that intro? Oh, it's such a good, such a memorable intro. All right, number three on the list is one of my favorite artists. And again, one of the most memorable intros for me. I think this is underrated. This one doesn't make everybody else's top five the way it should, in my opinion. But this is a great intro. She's a good girl Loves her mama Loves Jesus in America too. It's Tom Petty and Free Fallen. 
Tom Petty had a way with the guitar, and he had a way with the lyric, and the way his voice sounded, that combination is just perfectly blended in this particular song. And I love Free Fallen. It's just a good overall song, made even better by such a memorable intro. Okay, number two on the list could have been my number one, and my number one on the list could have been my number two, and I think it really depends on what day you ask me. Because both of these are just incredibly good, incredibly memorable intros. They hook you in. You love them as soon as you hear them. And the songs are just like flypaper in your head. It just sticks there and stays there. So number two for me is this one. This is one of George Harrison's contributions to the Beatles catalog. Here comes the sun. I love this song. It's one of my all-time favorites. I mean, I love the Beatles anyway, and I like the early Beatles, and I like the middle Beatles. I consider this late Beatles, and I really love this song. The guitar sets the picture kind of for a bright, light, fun song, and it is. It's a bright, light, fun, upbeat, positive-feeling, positive-sounding song. That brings us to number one. Now, if you know your guitar intros, you may know what this is. If you don't know your guitar intros, you're about to get a treat. Because for me, this is probably the best acoustic guitar intro in music. Here you go. Hotel California by the Eagles. Oh man, such great guitar work all throughout this song. But that intro, oh man, does that stay with you. Anytime this comes up on the radio, anytime this comes up on a playlist, boy, I'm hard pressed to turn that song off. I love this song. It's a weird little song if you listen to the lyrics all the way through, but boy, the guitar work at the beginning, the guitar solo in the middle, the outro guitar work, oh man, it's so good. I love this song. If you want a master class in acoustic guitar intros, Hotel California is the one to listen to. As you might expect from the title of this episode, I do have a list of electric guitar intros, and you can expect that episode down the road somewhere. And there's two different lists because there's two different feels. An acoustic guitar feels very different from an electric guitar, and it sounds very different. 
and you get a different vibe. And so that's why I separated the two kinds of intros. I mean, Angie, for instance, that we just heard a few minutes ago, that wouldn't work with an electric guitar. It just wouldn't. You need the sound of an acoustic guitar to make it work. So I'll be sharing the electric guitar intro list somewhere down the road. As you can tell, I love working with music. I love talking about music. I love playing music. And I love sharing this list with you. If you have different opinions or if you have songs that you think I missed, please let me know. I probably won't disagree with you. I might disagree with placement on the list, but that's what opinions are for. We're each entitled to our own. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for playing along with our makeshift name that tune format. And thank you, as always, for your continued support. You guys are the best, and I can't thank you enough. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves. And I'll see you when I see you.